Let me tell you what Donald Trump is actually doing. And like you, I've seen all of the viral videos on how Trump could still steal the presidency, how he, he could be participating in a coup, how he could be trying to overthrow the will of the government. And yes, he is that evil and that problematic. But let me tell you what he's really up to. I don't think it's what you think it is. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. Every single thing that Donald Trump does, every decision he makes, every every event he does, everything he's doing, not just this year, not just as president, everything he has done for the bulk of his adult life is a money grab. You have to always ask yourself when you're studying Donald Trump, when you're looking at his decisions, if it's business deals. Mind you, this guy has filed for bankruptcy a dozen times. Every business he's ever had has had to fold because it was so badly managed from casinos to to office towers to a line of stakes to a fake university. All of these things are horrible, but they are all about him finding ways to grab as much money on the front end not really caring if other people are paid or treated properly. And what you are witnessing right now on November the 11th, now eight days after the election, where every credible media agency in the country, including the eight media agencies that were granted the power to call the election, including the Associated Press and others, they've all called the election. It's over. Joe Biden, just by winning Pennsylvania, has won the election. But Joe Biden is also up in Nevada, is up in Georgia, is currently up in Arizona. And the truth is, and he's up by a minimum of 15,000 votes in any of those states. And I've helped run and manage campaigns, uh, particularly over these past five years. We've helped run and manage campaigns all over the country. You can overcome a deficit of a few hundred votes sometimes in a recount. You can never overcome a deficit of 15,000 or in the case of Pennsylvania, 50,000 votes. It does not happen. You can sometimes pull out a miracle in one state. You can't pull out a miracle in three or four. And the state that Donald Trump desperately needs, Pennsylvania, is fully in the Joe Biden category, as all all of the states are. But doing the math right now, and I, I won't even break down the numbers, I've shared them across social media, even if by either a miracle or a scandal, two of those states, Nevada, Arizona, Georgia, and Pennsylvania, were somehow stolen from Joe Biden, and Joe Biden gets the other two, he still wins. He's still above 270. With those four states, he's at 306 electoral college votes. You take any of the two away, 
including the biggest two or the smallest two or any combination of the two, he still wins. It's not going to happen. Conservatives have been afraid to call Donald Trump out because he has a hustle going right now. And that's what I want to explain to you. I see, and it's it's popular on the news. It's popular online to say, you know what? Here is how Donald Trump could steal the election, and here's how he's going to do it. Now, let me say, I believe that Republicans and conservatives are dirty and low down enough to try anything. They are willing to try anything, anywhere. What this actually is, is a money grab. In fact, if you did not know this, after you lose a presidential bid, you basically can't raise money anymore. I don't mean legally. No one gives money to a campaign that just lost. It is damn near impossible. And Donald Trump, his 2016 campaign still had debt, and his 2020 campaign has a ton of debt. And right now, he is not trying to become president. Let me let me unpack and explain that for a moment. This man doesn't even really want to be president now. Understand, he has two months left, whether he wins or loses, and he has basically completely given up on being president. As you might see, our country is now being overcome, overrun with the coronavirus pandemic again. Yesterday was the single worst day in the entire pandemic, not just for the number of cases, which Donald Trump blames testing on, but for the number of people hospitalized. Over 62,000 people have now been hospitalized, which is astounding. 17 states yesterday reported the highest number of people they've ever had hospitalized. This man has checked out. He's not dying to lead this country. He could be leading right now. And if you've heard me say this before, this man has been given chance after chance to show us that he's a leader. He's not a leader. He doesn't have it. He doesn't have what it takes. Literally, he's had so many opportunities to shock the hell out of all of us and step up and lead like in in New York, I loathe Governor Cuomo. But he literally resurrected his reputation in the eyes of most New Yorkers. Because at a moment when he needed to step up, he did it in a way that resonated with most people. Now, yes, I still have major critiques, even of his coronavirus response and major critiques of him. What I'm saying is, when you step up in a crisis, things change. Had Donald Trump showed the world that he was actually an amazing, competent, compassionate leader during the coronavirus crisis, I think he would have won the election in a blowout instead of losing all over the country. The man had a chance to tell his people to vote early. Instead, he told them not to vote early, not to vote by mail. And clearly, that's what cost him. He's a damn fool. So he's not trying to get four more years in the Oval Office. And, and I do believe that he is afraid of being prosecuted and all of that's very real. He is raising 
so much money right now. He is raising more money per day than anybody has ever raised after they lost their bid for the White House. He is raising more money right now online than he raised on some days while he was actually running for the White House. Some of that money is going to all types of different groups that he manages and oversees, and he's going to use that money and those groups to pay off his debt and to put in his own pockets to fund his own family and his own friends with as much money as humanly possible. And yes, until the day of the inauguration, he is going to refuse to concede, is going to make the biggest possible mess of it all, and then Joe Biden will be inaugurated. Now, it could continue to be ugly, but there is no path. I don't care what any, I've seen all the expert analysis There is no path for this man to be the president of the United States. It's a money grab. Listen, before I go, I want to thank all of you for your support over these past few days and weeks. Uh, We've had some of the most downloads and listens we've ever had here on The Breakdown, views on The Breakdown Live, uh, our articles on thenorthstar.com. We're thankful for your support. And if you're not yet a member at thenorthstar.com, Uh, or you're not watching us on Twitch, I'm on there every Thursday. If you want to go to twitch.tv slash The Breakdown to check us out there, I am super, super grateful for all your support. Today is also Woman Crush Wednesday. You're going to hear from Maria and our team. We're glad to have her and everyone else on board. Let's keep on pushing. Don't allow yourself to have a nervous breakdown from what you see Trump saying and doing. It's a scam. It's a hustle. We should be concerned. But I truly, honestly think it's just about the money. Break it down. Hi, I'm Nikki Rojas, the senior writer of The North Star and co-host of its podcast, America the Voiceless. As part of its Women Crush Wednesday series, the North Star highlights strong women of color who are using their voices to help their communities. This time, the North Star's Women Crush Wednesday is Black Lives Matter activist Tiana Day. Tiana was only 17 years old when she co-organized her first Black Lives Matter demonstration, just days after George Floyd was killed by police. She and her co-organizer thought only 50 people would show up to march with them on the Golden State Bridge to demand justice, but nearly 50,000 people showed up. In an interview with the New York Times, she said, I've never led a protest before, but this movement lit a fire in me. Since the demonstration, the teen activists launched a nonprofit organization called Youth Advocates for Change, which focuses on amplifying youth voices in their fight for social justice. To learn more about Tiana and why we're crushing on her and her work, head on over to at the North Star Media on Instagram to read more about her. Nikki and Maria Elena, hosts of the North Star's newest podcast, America the Voiceless, 
a podcast that's about the right to vote and the fight to vote. We believe that all Americans have a voice, but far too many Americans hit roadblocks when it comes to casting their votes. In America the Voiceless, we hear from lawmakers, historians, activists, and everyday people as we unpack the barriers some Americans have to overcome to make sure their voices are heard during the voting process. You can listen to a new episode of America the Voiceless every Thursday this fall. All episodes are available on thenorthstar.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts.